Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at myland.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome to On the Road to Freedom. You've joined us on location in beautiful Mendocino, California. Oh, praise God. Oh, man. We are just rejoicing because it was super cloudy this morning. You could not even see the ocean, (laughs) any of the scenery you're seeing now. We 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 couldn't see it. We filmed five shows yesterday, which (laughs) you'll see in the next year or two. And you can barely (laughs) see your hand. I mean, it was gray out there. Man, you right. you couldn't tell the sky from the water yesterday. Oh boy, it is magnificent oh, today. So Glory to God. But what's wonderful about us filming on location outdoors is that every show is going to look different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every show is going to be have different lighting, different view for you. So we love that our Creator, this is His creation, Amen. and He is our set designer. That's right. And He's a He's an awesome. Creator, good He's so God. good. Yes, it is marvelous in my eyes. That's right. What he has done. It in is our marvelous lives. in our eyes. That's Amen. right. And again, the reason why we do this show is because Jesus said in John eight thirty one and thirty two. Now, if you've been watching the show for a while, I know you've been hearing the scripture, but it's so important for you to understand this process of continuing in the Word is yeah. going to be for the rest of our lives. That's right. Because we're all called to be forever. transformed into the image of the Son of God. That's in Romans eight twenty nine. So that's going to take every time I compare myself to Jesus, I need to change. Mm, I can always come too. up higher. So this continuing in the Word, that's a lifetime process of mind renewal. If you will continue in the word, then you truly are my disciples. That's what being a disciple of Jesus Christ is all about, continuing in the word. And you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So our heart for you today is that you would be free, free to enjoy the abundant life in Christ. So that's why today we're talking about how to enjoy being a Christian. Amen. Amen. And my honey preached this one and he's my favorite preacher. I can't wait to tell them, hey man, I do enjoy being a Christian. You know, I mean, when I was a kid, I was a short little kid. And in fact, when I went in the army, I got out of high school, 1962, I joined the army. I was five feet, four inches tall, weighed 119 pounds. That was the day that I entered the army. Mm -hmm. I came out uh, a little while later and I'm 6'2" and mm-hmm. I weigh about 225 now. I used to, I came out of the uh, army at about, I think about 160, 165, mm-hmm. but I was 5'11". I went from 5'4 to 5'11 just in a short period of time. You know, so you're growing in a lot of ways. We're growing spiritually, or you mm-hmm. wouldn't be watching the Word of God today. You're growing right now. That's you might right. not know it, you might That's not it. feel it, but Amen. spiritually, you Amen. are maturing in love. God is love. And as we study his word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Today, again, we're talking about how to enjoy being a Christian. A lot of Christians don't enjoy being a Christian. But when I I started out telling you how short I was and how little I was, I didn't, I wasn't very good at basketball. I mean, (laughs) when you're that short, you know what I mean? There are guys that are short that are amazing, but it wasn't me, you know? And 
You know, the bottom line is if you're if you're seven feet tall and you got big hops and you can go up and dunk on anybody you want to anytime you want to, playing basketball is really, really fun. But if you're a little short guy and you can't dribble real good and, and every time you shoot, you don't even hit the backboard, playing ball is not that much fun. Right. And that's the way it is with being a Christian. If you're whipping the devil every day, yeah. if you're just kicking him out of your life, mm -hmm. then you really enjoy living by faith. Mm -hmm. Man, you enjoy being a Christian. Mm -hmm. And everybody around you will want what you got yeah. because they'll see the power of God flowing through your life because that's how you defeat yeah, the devil. Your faith in God causes mm -hmm. his power to flow through your life yes. and defeat the devil yes. in everything that you do. That's you good. will speak. You'll take authority because you have authority as a believer mm -hmm. and you'll use it to stay free and free indeed. Amen. Amen. Now, Jesus told us here in uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, man, I love this. This is the first sermon I ever preached. By the way, I stole it from Jerry Savelle. I listened to this thing about 20 times. He had a cassette back in the day. I listened to this cassette over and over and over until I literally memorized it. It meant so much to me and it helped me because it's about getting the hundredfold. Yeah. Now, if you're a Christian, the Bible says that you can get 30, 60, and 100 fold. I'm fishing to teach you that. And it's, and by the way, these are the words of Jesus we're fishing to read. This mm -hmm. is not some preacher that you're not sure, I don't know about these prosperity guys and right, right. what's going on with them. Hey, man, we're going to read the red words. Yeah. The words of the Son of God, the Christ, the anointed one of God, the Messiah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, is about to teach you how to receive his best, a hundredfold yes. return yes. from whatever you sow or give up for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Mark 4, 2 and verse 9 says, Then he taught them many things by parables. Mm -hmm. And he, meaning Jesus, said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground, where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. Mm. But when the sun was up, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away and some seed fell among the thorns mm. and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground yes. and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased mm. and produced some 30 fold, some 60, and some a hundred. And Jesus said to them, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Yeah. Now this is, you know, Jesus said it's with the heart man believes. So you got to get your spiritual ears up. Yes. Not just your, yes. you're obviously hearing my words or maybe you're reading them on the, mm -hmm. on the front of the TV set mm -hmm. or the computer. But if you hear the words of Jesus, he said, yeah. Listen with your spirit, man. Yeah. Listen with your whole being, with your heart. Mm -hmm. Listen with your ears also. But get this, do not miss this. We won't receive anything from the Lord if we don't have ears to hear. If we don't think that Jesus is the Son of God, if we don't believe that God sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever may believe on yeah. Him mm -hmm. would have everlasting life and not perish, mm -hmm. then it won't do you any good to read the Bible if you don't believe that God is honest. Yeah. God does exactly yes. what the Bible says He does. Amen. Verse 10 through 14 
says, but when he was alone, those around him, the disciples in other words, with the 12, asked him about the parable. And Jesus said to them, to you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Now listen, people. To you has been made to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I'd, I'd get my ears to hear yeah, ready right yeah, now. Yeah. This is good stuff. To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside or those unbelievers, all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. And he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. Now this is important. What we just read, this is what God calls a foundational truth. He said, if you don't understand what Jesus is about to teach you, you're not gonna understand anything else he's got to teach you. This is a foundational. You must understand the laws of sowing and reaping. Mm. The Bible says God is That's not mocked. He will never be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you sow corn, you're not going to get beans growing in your garden. Yeah. You're going to get, if you sow unforgiveness, you're going to reap unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. If you sow vengeance instead of forgiveness, you're going, somebody's going to take vengeance on you. Yeah. If you judge others, you're going to be judged. Yeah. But if you're merciful, you're going to yeah. get to reap mercy. That's right. Oh, I need me some mercy. <laughs> we need mercy. I, come boldly, I came yeah. boldly before the throne of grace this morning. Yes. And I got me some mercy Thank and some you, help Lord. in time of need. Some Glory help. to God. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Lord. Now, this foundational truth by which we understand all the word, the sower sows the word. That's what Jesus said, and, and the word of God. Today, I'm sowing the word, but mm -hmm. Jesus, I'm sowing his words into your heart. That's right. And you get to determine whether your heart is good soil or bad, because it's your heart. Mm -hmm. There's only five things the devil uses to stop you from getting God's best. And I want to say this. We were uh, talking with our spiritual father, Brother Copeland, Brother Kenneth Copeland, mm -hmm. and he ministered this. We were on our way to minister in the prisons. For those of you who don't know, we minister in prisons at different times throughout That's the right. year, Salvation Army events. But in this case, we were on our way to the prison and Milan was preaching this, the sower sows the word. And he called Brother Copeland to agree with him in prayer for this ministry opportunity at a prison. And Brother Copeland said, he gave me what Take I'm about to notes. give you. Take yeah. some notes. And he gave us this, and this is powerful. It was life-changing Yes, for it us. is. Amen. There's only five things the devil uses to stop you from getting God's best or the hundredfold. Right. He does two of, the devil does two of these things, affliction and persecution. If I were you, I'd write that down. Yeah. Affliction and persecution always come from the devil. They might come, now persecution might come through somebody you love but the devil's the one that encouraged them mm -hmm. and put that in their heart and their mind and got them angry enough mm -hmm. to say, to judge you wrongly or to, to, to uh, you know, not trust you when you've really been trustworthy. Mm -hmm. So the devil does those two things, but there's three other things that he tempts you to do. Right. And that is the cares of life, the deceitfulness of riches, in other words, believing that money will solve your problems instead of the Lord, and the lust of other things. That's all That's he's it. got. Yeah.
I want to talk to you just a minute about eternity, about investing in forever. Yes. When I was a little kid, my mama used to talk to me about it. She said, only what's done for Christ will last. She tried to speak into me when I was a little boy, Amen. the forever things that are important. I'm, I'm pushing 75 years old and I've been around the world. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've lived in trailers and castles. I've seen the top and the bottom. But now I'm talking about partnership, yeah. building the kingdom of God. I'm called to teach the Word of God. I just want to know if you're called to send me to do that. Amen. God will do His part. I'll do my part, me and Christy. And if you'll do your part, we'll get this job done. We'll get people born again, and we'll teach them how to live for Jesus. If that appeals to you, join Team Milan. Go to Milan.org, check it out, and we'll get the job done for Jesus. I'm going to say it again. They're going to put it up as we talk about it. The two things the devil does, afflictions and persecutions, right. and then he tempts you to have the care, to, to be so concerned about the things that are going on around that you can't control, the cares of life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things. That's all he's got to steal your joy and your peace wow. and keep the word from working. Which means you learn how to have victory in these areas. Yeah. You win all day, every day. Come on, somebody. <laughs> really? I mean, that's what that's threw it, me baby. about when Brother Copeland said, the devil's only got five things he can use on you. And these, is this it. is it. So this, you talk about enjoying your life as a Christian. You conquer these areas. You will experience a level of joy you didn't even know was possible. Oh, Praise God. Thank so the you, first Lord. group of, of people, we're talking about the different kinds of soil that the word is sown into. And we make the choice which soil that we which are. Which group. Which we heart. Yeah. Right. Our heart is the soil that the Word of God is sown into. So Mark 4, 15, and these are the ones by the wayside where the Word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the Word that was sown in their heart. Yeah. Now this first group of people, Satan always comes immediately to try to steal the Word, even after you hear this today. Every time we preach a new revelation, we get tested on it. <laughs> I mean, just, it just is simply to see if we food, believe it. The devil tries it. to right. steal it out of your heart right. before it produces the right. life. So we make God the choice meant. to resist that attack from the enemy and not allow that word that's been sown in our hearts to be stolen. That's, that's right. the first group. If I may com comment Please. on this, this Mark 4, uh, 15, it says that the word came into their hearts, but the devil stole it immediately. In other words, they didn't believe it. Yeah. The bottom line is they didn't even get born again. This group, uh, it, the, the seed was sown into their heart, mm. but they didn't believe it. And the devil told them, well, you don't need this God. This is, you're not a religious guy. And, you know, you've seen these characters. And, and the bottom line is they just didn't believe it. They walked away. And that word did not produce one single thing. It had wow. the power to save them, yeah. heal them, just to change their life magnificently. But no but fruit. Nothing. nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah. The fight is always over the word. Yeah, always. Always. And the second group of people, Mark 4, 16 through 17 says, These likewise are the ones sown on the stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness. But they have no root in themselves. Yeah. So they endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, 
So the trial that you're facing, if you're facing a trial or challenge right now, this is for the word's sake. Immediately they stumble. So in the midst of that challenge, we have to refuse to be offended. In the Amplified, right. it says they immediately are offended. They become displeased, indignant, or resentful instead of being quick to forgive. And quick to judge themselves. They judge others instead. Yes. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, Psalm 119, verse 165, just to remind you, says, Great peace have they who love your law. That's the word of God. And nothing shall offend them or make them stumble. Every time we get offended, this verse lets us know it causes us to stumble. So that affects us from receiving the promise of the Lord, from it manifesting in our lives. That's the second group. Yeah, in the Amplified, it says they stumble and fall away. Yeah. I mean, instead of forgiving, the little pressure comes, a little... Uh, uh, persecution for the word's sake. For the word, yeah. Somebody's not trying to control them. Somebody's not trying to tell them what to do. They're just, somebody's trying to minister to them. Mm -hmm. If you want your life to be better, yes. then you need to trust Jesus yeah. because this is what he said. Thank and you. instead of saying, okay, since God said it, I'll go there, I'll do that, mm -hmm. and I'll be a doer of the word, it's like, well, who do you think you are telling me what to do? <laughs> right. Well, don't go for counseling if you're not going to receive counsel. Yeah. Because we counselors, we ministers, we don't have some special counseling Bible. Yeah. We got the exact same one that you got. You know, the, the, the only difference in being a counselor and needing counsel is whether you believe the Word of God or not. Mm -hmm. And if you study it and believe it, you'll end up helping others instead of needing help. Praise yeah, God. that's good. Amen. Amen. Now, the third group of people, uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus, again, is teaching his disciples. And if you're a follower of Jesus, then you're his disciple. The good news is he let them ask questions, and he told them this is what yeah. the parable, everybody else got this as a parable, but I'm going to take it apart for you and show it to you. Verse 18, he said, now, these are the ones sown among the thorns. This is the third group of people. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things wow. enter in and choke mm -hmm. the word and it becomes unfruitful. unfruitful. This yeah. happens over time. This is a slow, subtle right. process. Yeah. These people heard the word with joy. Mm -hmm. They knew it was the word of God. Yes. It was sown in their hearts. They got through the persecution. They forgave. They got through the offense. They did not uh, stay offended. They grew up. These are people who go to Bible study. Yeah. These are people who read mm -hmm. their Bible every day. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Yeah, that's good. But it said that they got so busy going to church and being Christians and raising their kids and working for a living and fighting sickness and disease and all the things, the deceitfulness of riches, mm -hmm. the cares of the world. I mean, everybody around you has got two jobs and it used to be dad worked maybe or mom worked, and, but not both of them. And, and the kids were, somebody was at home with the children. Somebody was taking, you know, the world has changed. Now everybody's work, everybody's making all the money they can because they're spending all they can. Mm -hmm. So they have to have more because they keep spending more than they make. And they live in debt, which puts them under pressure and stress. And the Bible says the stress, it creeps in yeah. and it chokes the word. And so when they need healing, the word doesn't produce it. Wow. When they need peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, 
the word doesn't produce the joy that is their strength. Mm -hmm. When they need a fresh start or their youth renewed, it doesn't work for them because the, it's been choked out. It's subtly the devil has, yeah. has put all the pressure on them until they can't see the thing that was giving them life wow. originally, yeah. the word of God. We have to resist temptation to fear, to worry, to doubt, or the word produces nothing in our life. The cares of life, according to 1 Peter 5 and verse 6 and 7 says, therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that in due season he may exalt you, or it says here in due time, casting all your cares upon him, yeah. for he cares for you. That's in the Just King James Version, New Amen. King James. The deceitfulness of riches. In Luke 16, 13, it says, no servant can serve two masters. Mm -hmm. For either he'll love one and hate the other, or he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, which is what money is. Yeah, that's good. Now, the fourth group of people, this is the one that I believe you're getting in. I know yeah, this is the one I'm too. going for. That's where I'm going. Yeah, Mark, I mean. the fourth chapter and <laughs> verse 20, Jesus said, but these are the ones sown on good ground. Yes. Who, those who hear the word of God and accept it, and it bears fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Yeah. Now that's, that's the good, good life, people. That's the good life, amen. Please notice the first three categories produce no fold. They were Christians, but with a little persecution, a little stress and pressure in their life, they got offended for mm -hmm. the word's sake. They fell away. They didn't go any further. The next group made it through that, but the cares of life, the deceitfulness of riches, the pressure, the lust for things, trying to get more things instead of just seeking first the kingdom of God and letting him add all these things unto us. Yes. They went after the things, the mammon. Mm -hmm. But there's a group of people that said, I will change my life, God. I see now what your word says, yes. and I'm an adaptable human being. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything but to do exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. And I want to be the man or the woman that you want me to be. And I am willing to change. That's where the hundredfold is. Well, the hundredfold group, that's the group we want to be in. Come on. So what did Jesus say about it? In Mark 10, 29 and 30, Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers, sister or father, mother, wife, children or lands for my sake in the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold. Now in, in this, this time, life. in yeah, this life, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and lands. But here we go with persecutions. You know, we've been talking about how that one of the groups of people could not get past the persecution, so the word wasn't fruitful. Yeah. And here, what Jesus said is the hundredfold's available to you if you can get over if the persecution. If you take the heat. Right. <laughs> if you can forgive. That's right. If you can figure out that it's yeah. not all about you. This life I'm living is about Jesus. Amen. I'm not taking the bait of Satan of offense and getting offended at somebody and losing the hundredfold. Yeah, yeah. But if you want the hundredfold, you're going to have to be able to take the heat because they're coming after you. People will accuse you of things. They're not right. It's not true. Yeah. But you just got to forgive them and keep rolling. Don't be a drama queen about it. Don't get all <laughs> bent out of shape. And, Amen. you know, 
the bottom line is we're here to be fruitful. Yes, we are. What we believe mm-hmm. and do and say about affliction and persecution and the cares of life and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of things will determine our fruitfulness yes. for the kingdom of God. Amen. Galatians 5, and 3 says, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get persecuted, be patient, be kind, control your temper, control your mouth. Just produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit and everything's gonna be fine. By the way, that fruit of the Spirit, that's the personality and character of God. You will be being like Jesus when you do that. John 15, 16 says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Yes. And this is the last one. John 15, eight says, by this, my Father is glorified. Yes. That you bear much fruit so that you will be my My disciples. disciples. Now I know I rushed through a lot of scripture I tried to give you about an hour and a half sermon in 25 minutes. <laughs> right. But I know that you got the word you needed today to get the hundredfold, mm-hmm. and you can watch it over and over and over. If you watch it once on TV, anytime you want to, you can go to myland.org and you can just click on the shows, any of them. Every one we've ever done is there, and they're on demand, which means all you do is click on them, and you can play them. You go down the bottom, they keep loading more and more all the way back to the first show. And you can also check out this teaching on our website. We have a CD titled, How to Enjoy Being a Christian, and it's by my honey, Mylan, my favorite preacher, and it's available at mylan.org. Thank you, my love. <laughs> you look pretty with your hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> Anyway, stay in the Word. Man, we had such a good time with you. Keep reading the Bible every day because that will keep you on on the the road road to to freedom. freedom.